This is the ATP Tennis Radio Podcast. Second serve, second serve goes out wide. That's it! He's done it! Stefano Sitsipas falls to the ground. He is champion in London. He's won the biggest title of his career at 21 years of age. He now rises to his feet. Dominic Team will walk around the net to embrace Stefano Sitsipas. What a contest! What a final between these two! Stefano Sitsipas, champion in London. Two hours and 35 minutes, 6-7, 6 Well, it's hard to put words to it. Tsitsipas just walking around the court with a beam on his face. Looks up at the big screen. He cannot believe what he's achieved. What a, what a year, what a week, what a match for the Greek star. Stefanos, firstly, congratulations, amazing performance. How were you able He's to Brad turn Gilbert. this match around after the first set? Honestly, I don't know. I have no clue how I played so well in the second set. I have no idea. I think my mind was kind of at ease and I wasn't really thinking of much, in which led to such a great performance in the second set, breaking him twice. And I think I didn't give him much options to play with in the second set. It was pretty much an excellent set for me. Uh, the nerves were a bit, uh, it was a bit frustrating for me to be playing with such nerves. First time for me playing in such a big event. Uh, I was a break up, couldn't manage to hold it. Things were decided in the tiebreak and I'm so relieved by the, this outstanding performance and uh, fight that I, that I gave out on the court. Well, I see you left, you left a little blood on the court, a lot of sweat out there. But tell me about what, when you were hearing the people chanting your name and that third set breaker, what did that mean to you? Well, it's, it's just phenomenal. It's unbelievable having uh, such an army behind me while I'm on the court. They give me so much energy. They give me belief that I can uh, achieve the things that I want to achieve on the court. Uh, they motivate me. They just give me so much energy in general. And I, I just, I just love that. I, 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 will, I don't know if people are watching from here, but I would like to thank every single one that came today to support me with, a, with their Greek, uh, Greek flags, and uh, it made me feel like home. Go get your trophy. You got next gen last year. You get the big one this year. Well done. Buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Now the best in the business at what he does, Nick McCarvel, is going to be out there getting interviews for us. Speaking to, oh, I hear he's near. Oh, Nick, who have you got? Hi, Gigi, thank you so much. I'm here with Julia Apostoli, mother of Stefanos. First of all, I want to ask you, who was that signed tennis ball from Stefanos? It was a fun, but uh, it was not for adult, it was for a child. So I went through and uh, I got the signature. How proud are you of your son today? What an incredible victory for yes, him. It was really tight, tight, until the last point, actually. What do you think he showed us the most? He has incredible fight and spirit on the tennis court. Well, that's what I believe he showed us the most, and courage. Do you feel like with this big title that he'll set big expectations for next year? 
Yes, uh, and though the final was already a very good result, it's not only about results, it's about the game he's playing and the other players are playing. And I want to tell you that the semi-final was, uh, it was the top of the tennis from Stefano's side. Uh, I, I, for sure Federer didn't want to give this match, so it was a very beautiful game. In the final there were more nerves, but Stefanos managed to keep his nerve uh, at uh, the end. Uh, he played the tie break, which he uh, went through very good, I believe. And Julia, where does that come from? He's got such a fight in him. I asked you about that, but does he get that from you? Well, my father was not a bad athlete. He was an Olympic champion in football. He played Spartak Moscow, you know. Maybe, yes, maybe it's in your memory, on DNA. <laughs> you just have to hear from, well, the man of the moment because it's the father of uh, Stefanos Apostolos. Sebastian, congratulations. Thank how, you so how much. Proud are you? We just spoke to your wife. How proud are you of your uh, son? If my wife was proud, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a, it's a great moment. It's a great moment. It's, it's a, first of all, uh, I think it was a great match. Uh, all the spectators seen something that it was really beautiful. Uh, and I think these athletes gave their soul today. And uh, I think everybody received their soul there. <laughs> he had the break in the third set. He yes. lost the break. What was the difference in that tie break? Because he had to serve at 4-5 you know, and at 5-6. You know, having a break, it doesn't mean anything, you know. Uh, having the match point, maybe it means something. Uh, I think, uh, I think it's. I said from the beginning of the match, it's going to be mental match. It's uh, the one who's going to stay more calm in that specific um, points, specific moments. And he was there. He was there. I mean, maybe Dominic was a little bit more rushing at the end of the of the match, at the, uh, the in the tie break. But you know, it's it's always like it's always like momentum. A year ago, you guys win in Milan. You win here in London. I, I mean, how do you how do you there describe no the luck? There's not anything else, <laughs> yeah, unless if they make another kind of masters. Uh, yeah, it was improvement for sure, an improvement. And I think the ATP doing an amazing job, providing the players all this escalation of improvement. I mean, it's it's very good for the young players. Uh, that proved that this innovation of the ATP having the next gen finals. Uh, and uh, giving the chance to the young players to prove that they can become also like winning the, the ATP Masters at the end. I think uh, I can give uh, granted to the ATP. I can give congratulations because it's amazing what they do. Apostolos, how do you put into words what your team, what your son has accomplished this season? I didn't get the question. This season in 2019, Australian Open semi-finals, Madrid final, he's top yes. 10, London, he wins here. How do you describe what you've seen him be able it's, to it's do? It's all about job, I think, and it's all about his, uh, his perception about it. Because if the player doesn't really believe and doesn't really want to, 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 to go in the court and to do his job every day, it's very difficult. It's a job. So like everybody does his job well, it's every day he does the same himself. It's like waking up and going to the gym, doing his job, and and uh, he's uh, putting goals. You know, the beginning of the season always we have goals, and uh, he's preparing that goals. He's part of that and is achieving. He's going out there, working and achieving these goals. Last two questions. I'll make them quick. What makes him special? What makes Stefanos the kind of tennis player he is? Yes. What makes him special? To be himself. 
I think that makes him special because everybody is special. But uh, to discover yourself and to be yourself, it's not easy because we have a lot of things around us. And uh, I hope he always, I wish him to be always himself. And that's, and that's a special thing. That's special. Please don't change that, by the way. How do you, no, how do you celebrate tonight or this uh, weekend? or how? With, uh, with our friends, I think it's the best celebration. Friends and family and relatives and, and uh, just, it's, uh, we'll definitely not postpone our happiness. We're gonna, who can celebrate it? Very good. They deserve big celebrations tonight. Apostolo Sisipas, thank you so much. Chatting live here on ATP Tennis Radio. And Gigi Salmon, throwing it over to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Nick. Yeah, I appeared down courtside and Nick was in conversation. Actually, when I left the commentary box in conversation with mum and I arrived courtside in conversation with dad, we are just making members of the ATP Tennis Radio team, Chris Bowers, Peter Mercato, and we did have Miles McLaggen. I knew this would happen. This happened last year, Chris. <laughs> At the final, he started talking to people he knew and I lost him for a good few minutes. Yeah, well, I, I just think it's a wonderful evening. I mean, let us just celebrate what was a, a quite amazing final. And actually, there's some historical significance here because we've talked for a long time about who will take over from the Federer, Nadal, Djokovic era. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's really great that it's happening now. And this is a big step towards it. Nick, back to you. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Chris, I keep cutting Chris Powers off. I owe him several drinks tonight, but one guy who's going to be clinking with the champion, Patrick Mortoglu, just spoke with Julia, just spoke with Apostolos. But from your perspective, what was the difference in that third set? Because it was a total war. Yeah, obviously the difference was really tiny. Um, I mean, that's, that's what made this match uh, really uh, incredible. It was the... Uh, I mean, the changes that has been throughout the, the three sets. Uh, the first set, I think both of the players were very solid on their serve, so we went to the tiebreak. And uh, Stephanie's pushed in the start of the second. I think the Dominic went down, and, uh, and the third set was incredible. Uh, it's difficult to say what made the difference, except the mental side, because when a match is so close, it's how you play. I mean, it's. it's about one or two points, and how you play this one or two point will make the big difference. And that's that think that's where uh, Stefanos uh, made it. But uh, you know what? You know the whole tournament. I was proud of that. She's he's been so focused on all the, every point. He's been so so able to play his best tennis on the big moments on every match, uh, except maybe against Rafa, where Rafa has been better at that. But uh, but Stefanos did well too. And finally, uh, that's what made the difference also today. How does a player develop that sort of mental fortitude? Because we saw it yesterday against Roger, and then even though it wasn't Roger Federer on court today, the final team, third set, up a break, loses it, gets into a tie break. Uh, that is a lot of levels of mental fortitude. Yeah, but I think also it's one of his big qualities. He's, uh, he's uh, someone who believes a lot in himself. Uh, and I think it's extremely important, and it's, uh, it's not an asset that everyone has. It's uh, the champions have it, but but most of the people don't really believe as much as he does. He always believes he's able to beat everyone. Uh, and, uh, and he has very high expectations, you know. When he lost uh, in semi-final of the Australian Open against Rafa, it was his first Grand Slam semi-final. He just beat Roger Federer. And after losing to Rafa, he was destroyed. You, I mean, he would have felt the same if he would have lost in the first round. It shows just how high his expectations are. And I think it's great. Um, and that's make him, you know, and and when you have that type of personalities, 
they usually are good when it's important, uh, and it's not something you can teach. Apostolos was saying, of course, there'll be celebrations tonight, Patrick Mortoglu, but when do you start to plan and look at 2020 and what this young man can achieve? When do we start to, uh, after his holidays, first of all, because he's, uh, he's going to go on holidays uh, tomorrow, yeah, probably. Um, well, we already thought about it and we already discussed about it with Apostolos, about the, the work that has to be done in a preseason. Uh, I think what's great about him is that uh, he's playing an unbelievable level already and uh, still has a lot of things that he can improve uh, and a lot of challenges he wants to uh, to make happen. So, uh, so we just have to stay focused. It's unbelievable. It's a great result. More than that, his progression in the last two years is really, really amazing. Two years ago, he was miles away that level, really miles away. Uh, but we have to stay focused, and that's the most important, you know. Uh, tournament is over, we're happy, but tomorrow uh, it's another week. He's on holidays, but uh, we have to get ready very soon for next year. Last question of the season to Patrick Mortaglo, at least from me, is Apostolos was saying the most important thing is for Stefanos to stay himself, to stay true to who he is off and on the court. Have you ever coached a champion like him? He just seems to be totally different and from my own perspective in the most delightful way. I totally agree with you. I think champions, they, have all, they all have things in common that they share. I've, I've mentioned a few, but they're unique and they have their unique world. If you think at Rafa, Roger, Novak, they, they're so different, they have their world. And I think Stefanos has his own world that is different from those guys. So yeah, he is different and uh, I totally agree with Apostolos. I think he's different in a way that uh, is true. He expresses what he feels. He's not calculating. He's not political, trying to be politically correct, which is something uh, I personally don't think very interesting. I think people uh, have the choice to like and dislike people if they show themselves the way they are. And I think it's what's great about humans is that everybody's different and you have to be proud about who you are with your qualities and with your flows and it's fine. We're, nobody's perfect. And Stefanos is, uh, is able to express his, his own personality and, and I personally love that. Well, he was perfectly himself today. Patrick Mortoglu from the whole family here at ATP Tennis Radio, congratulations. Thank you for your time this year in 2019. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure with you. Awesome. All right, there's Patrick Mortoglu live reaction to you guys here. And you can hear now, are you guys starting that chant over there? Is that coming from the ATP Tennis Radio booth? Hey, we're booth? here, Nick. We're behind you. We're on the court. Where were you looking? You're looking so completely differently. A lovely moment. Stefanos Sitsipas and his father having a big old cuddle when they finally got together. And then his mum is having more tennis balls signed. Now, Mars, I saw you chatting to this gentleman as we walked to the court, and then I lost you, and, and you disappeared again, and now you find him once again. Uh, yeah, this is Jerome Bianchi, the fitness trainer of uh, Stefanos, who must be very proud. And I've, I've known Jerome for quite some time because he's worked with a number of players. You can go through them, some high-profile players. But you had some, some big praise for Stefanos, didn't you? No, really, Stefanos. For me, I, I worked more than 30 years now. I'm tennis uh, highest level. And uh, I've never seen such an athlete like this. It's, he's amazing. Uh, tennisically and mentally proved today that uh, everybody was waiting for him and he, he made it. He made it and he's showing uh, uh, how strong he's going to be in the future. I hope, anyway, I hope because we're going to see him a lot. 
uh, just some of the players you worked with, Maria Sharapova, didn't you? And, and some of the, the big Spanish players before that. Can you give us some of the names? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I worked with all the the French the French Federation for sure. I worked with Amélie Moresmo. I worked with Guy Forger, Henri Lecomte, Yannick Noah. I'd been big when I was beginning, and then uh, all the generation with Sébastien Grosjean. Uh, we won uh, two times the Davis Cup. Uh, one time the Fed Cup with Amélie with Marie Pierce. I worked uh, four years with Maria Sharapova and Stan Wawrinka before just before Stan. Um, um, Stefanos and now uh, for sure it's a it's an amazing player and I'm so happy and so proud yeah so proud we hear a lot about the plan with Sasha Zverev and Jez Green Jez Green talks about it's a five-year plan there are certain things we work off because he's still 21 he's still very young Stefanos Tsitsipas what kind of a plan is there in place I mean physically he's very imposing but surely there's still a lot that needs to be done because he's still so young yeah, for sure. It's always a, a kind of a chess game because we, we have to confirm all, all, uh, all his capacity and, uh, and so we have to work uh, smart uh, not to get injured because uh, a lot of players get injured very early in their, in their career and after it's a big mess. So uh, now we have to, uh, to make him work the right, the right way uh, with the recovery, very important for him. And, and being smart in scheduling the, all the tournaments and, and uh, being focused on the big one. And so, uh, so that's why he's, going, he's starting to be. And finally, Jerome, we've heard from Patrick Moratogli that Stefanos has a week off, a holiday now. Do you have an evil plan in place for him for pre-season? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know where he's going. Uh, I know where the pre-season is going to be. Uh, so... Uh, uh, I know you guys are going to come to Dubai, I think, no? And so uh, we'll be happy to welcome you and uh, uh, show, and uh, hopefully it will be uh, a good preparation to, to restart the, the new year and to do at least as good as last year. Thank you so much for your time and enjoy this moment with the rest Thank of the team. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. See you soon. It's a team effort. We know it's a team effort, Peter. We hear from these players these days. Ash Barty, on her debut at the Tour Finals, she wins that. She talks about us. It's, it's everybody together. It's coming together as a team. And that's very much the feeling you get from both Dominic team, but also from Stefano Tsitsipas. But isn't it always, it's linked through family too. And isn't it nice to see the whole family? We saw it this time last year. Remember that the dog was going around and mum was <laughs> carrying it and all that sort of stuff. So there's a really nice family feel to all of this too, as well as obviously all the hard work that goes into it. But see, these elite players, not much time to celebrate. We're already planning our trading progress, already thinking about next a season and all that, that sort of stuff. That doesn't seem like a proper holiday. No, One week. No, but he'll probably be itching to pick up the rackets again. He'll be feeling good. Yeah, I'm going to relax for a little bit, but then I'm getting ready. Yeah, that's when you end the season on such a high. You almost don't want it to stop. He's played an awful lot of matches, three titles now, but you have that momentum, and then you stop, and then you've got to restart, and you've got to go again. And sometimes we've seen this with David Goffin when he got to the final, he went on to Davis Cup. Gregor Dimitri when he won the title. It's hard almost to restart again. Exactly, and players are all different in that regard too. Some of them, they want as much, can't get further away from a tennis racket. The others get two or three days in and go, might just pick it up and just hit a few balls just to keep going and I mean he's, he's such a level-headed guy and that's been the big thing in terms of what we've seen in this final the two guys who were out here tonight have just they were so calm all the way through there was nothing they weren't yelling they weren't throwing their rackets all of that sort of stuff they were down they found a way to get back and that's the exciting thing of what we're going to see over the next uh, short term
It certainly is. Every time I turn around, Miles, you are talking <laughs> to someone else. You're making the most. We're actually, we should say, we're on court now. We're, we're standing on the little bits of paper that are cut up and, and fly down from the ceiling. There's the empty plinth. There's the empty platform where the photographers are. And if we turn to our right, there's Apostolos Tsitsipas with Marcos Bagdatis. I definitely saw the walls shaking in the commentary box next to us at the climax of that final. And Peter, you were nowhere near the commentary box. Those guys were shaking the walls. Were they loud? That's outrageous. That well, just doesn't, that shouldn't happen. Well, if we have a word with Marcos Bagdatis, who's at the moment in a sort of family <laughs> huddle, then maybe we can uh, just get confirmation. Stefanos Tsitsipas, he's, he's looking to camera. They know, Miles, don't they, that they have to do this stuff. This is what happens now. There was a line of camera people. There's hands to shake, there's people to hug, and there are interviews to carry out. You don't mind so much when you just bag 1,300 points, how many, uh, a big paycheck, and feeling pretty good about life. So. Yeah, I think this is one time that they won't manage. A lot of fans, you could sort of hear them chanting and hung around. I mean, even for the ceremony, often, uh, I think, you know, just again, um, chatting with uh, with Patrick there, and these these two are going to be good standard bearers for the sport for some time. You know, they're, they're, they're charismatic. They play great tennis. Uh, we're talking of legends. We've been joined by another here, Colin Fleming. Well, how often oh, is it that you have two winners on the court at the end of match? Because normally there's a winner and a loser. But we've got Stefano Sitsapas, that is the new champion of London. And we have Colin Fleming, who has mastered the Masters. You had a handful of players to choose from. You put your faith in that gentleman straight ahead of you, and you are the winner. Well, what a week. What can I say? What a year it's been. It was a tough start in the prediction comp, but... Uh... A win in Montreal, and then uh, can you believe it? Nice of Russell and uh, the team at uh, ATP Tennis Radio to organise the fireworks, the confetti, everything for me. It's just a, a special night, one now I'll never forget. Your prize is on its way down. So you have, I know you've got your bag and your coat on because it's one of those evenings, the end of a tournament, you rush to cars and tubes and planes and trains, but we have multiple trophies making their way courtside. I think Colin looks a little bit distant. While we wait for your trophies, Colin, you can join us in having a chat with Marcos Bagdatis. And It'd be a pleasure. Marcos, the first thing to say is, I know you mentioned the noise in our commentary box yes. earlier in the week. Yes. I can return the compliment today, today? because okay. the wall was shaking. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, today was a very special day for, for Greece. Uh, it's, uh, it was an emotional uh, moment for, for us. I know it was an important match for Stefanos, but also as a country. The country has, uh, you know, uh, it's been tough for the country the last past years. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have a, a player like uh, Tsitsipas, you know, lift up a bit the morale of, of the kids, of the people in, in, uh, in Greece. And uh, we are very proud of him and we are happy to have him uh, as, a, as a role model. I think that's the important thing, that sport can have such an effect. It's not just Stefanos lifting up a trophy and getting some ranking points. He can have an effect on the future, on the generations, on the people, on the country, and that's something special. Yes, it's make, make the kids believe, I mean, uh, believe they can do it, see that a fellow countryman has done it, coming from a small place in, in Greece, and I, I think it's very important somebody to show the way, and that's what Stefanos did today. And it's a great achievement, but it's 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 a proud moment for, for the country. And what about the match for you as it was unfolding? Now, Colin Fleming won our tournament because he picked Stefanos Tsitsipas to lift the trophy. He's fist bumping. He must have felt a little nervous. Miles McLagan had Dominic team. 
He was writing his victory speech. He had to tear it up midway through. But Marcos, what was it like for you as that match was unfolding? I think the difference today, in my opinion, is Stefanos were most, was more consistent than uh, team, and the difference was they were both trying to play very aggressive tennis, uh, but team made more mistakes than Stefanos, especially giving him the chance to come back so easy in this. I mean, in the first game of the second set, to to win that game by making three unforced errors and uh, gave the chance to Stefanos to, to come back really early. And the frightening thing is, he is 21 years of age. He yes. has the rest of his career. We spoke to his fitness coach. He said it's still very important because he's still very young. We cannot get injuries. But what he could achieve and what he has already achieved, it's something very special. It is very special. It's something extraordinary. But uh, I think he's a special kid. I think he's different than other people. I think he thinks differently. He analyzes the game for me very close to Roger Federer, which is the best player That's ever. That's a compliment. Yeah, no, I mean, he, uh, the, the kid is special. The kid is a genius for, from, from my side, and, uh, and I think the future belongs to him. I think he's one of the guys that can stay at, to at the top and, and you know, be consistent at, uh, at winning Grand Slams. How much have you enjoyed this week in the commentary box? A lot. I wasn't expecting it, <laughs> but uh, it's been fun. It's something different. It's, it was a good challenge. And, you know, I'm really happy it ended up this way. Marcus, a, a couple of questions for you. How, what age did you sort of come across? How old was he when you first came across Stefanos? Well, 18, 18, okay. so, so three years ago. And, yes. and even then, did you see something a little special? You know, tennis-wise, not so special back then you know like I wouldn't expect him to improve so fast but mentally yes as I, as I got to know him more and more like I said the, the guy has a self-discipline and a de determination that is beyond I mean beyond other we people. We saw that I mean against the it was Federer wasn't it? a couple of times love 40 and it just I'm amazed how they you know there's no he doesn't freak out at all eh? it just keeps going. Nothing and I mean, I'll give you a small example, maybe it will make you understand. You know, a normal, I mean, a logic young kid, 21-year-old, he wins a title like this, he will go maybe celebrate, have a drink, you know, enjoy. He would maybe go eat in the players' lounge and, like, nothing <laughs> happened. So, I mean, he doesn't have that yeah. worry, that want to do things. He thinks only about tennis, about being being on the court, practicing and giving everything so for he, this he sport. He loves the sport, Yes. He? Because you talk about Federer, I mean, those top big guys, they love the sport, don't they? Huh? They only eat uh, tennis, drink tennis. I mean, yeah. that's the way it is. And those people are, are who make history. And I think he's one of the persons that can make history. And uh, like his uh, fitness coach, Fred, said, it's very important. Injuries are very important. They have to take care of his body, take the right decisions. But I think they're doing a great job. And one more question. You obviously were a great player, but from a nation that you didn't have a lot of support in terms of other players. Do you, what do you think? I mean, maybe they, he thinks a little bit differently, but there's not a lot of, there's no other Greek players around. What do you, what do you think? Is that a help or not a help? Or? I mean, his, his mother was an ex-tennis player. His father played some tennis. He has a background of tennis, you know, and I think that's, that's a very important thing in his, in his uh, life, in his team. And... Uh, 
I think that uh, those two combination of people made him who he is today. And Marcos, I know recently you had another little addition to your family, so you probably yes. need sleep more than anything else. That's why but I came will... here. <laughs> <laughs> but will there be a little celebration tonight before you go back to the all-night waking up? Uh, with uh, Stefanos, you mean? With, with, with Stefanos, the with the team, with anyone that's Greek or Cypriot uh, or nearby? We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> we'll see how things go. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a commentator. I'm happy for him. I'm not in his team, you know, but definitely I will join for a drink just to celebrate with him. It's a great achievement. And uh, you can, I mean, we can, <laughs> you can hear this. Yeah, there it's 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 amazing. It's it's yes. a very special time, and it's a very special time, as you mentioned, yes. for Greece and the, the effects. And have. that's what the father says. It's the father is encouraging, uh, uh, how you say, uh, parents to be next to their kids and support them. And you know, he knows he's been through the crisis in Greece, uh, a lot of tough moments for a lot of people, and you know, he's. And I think this will help tremendously. Marcos, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you next door to us. <laughs> it was all my pleasure week, too. <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you in another commentary box sometime soon. Why not? Thank you. Why not? Absolutely. Marcos Baghdadis, just having a quick word with Miles McLagan. Now, we've got something, a final thing to do here. Peter Makato is holding many bits and pieces. Now, firstly, Colin, the good news is the naked golden cherub with sunglasses you're not getting. Do you feel good about that? A bit gutted, actually. It's got a bit of bling to it. <laughs> why did I? Why am I holding it then? Why is it down here? I don't know. Who is it for? Uh, I in the think end? I think Arv has won it, but I think Miles is taking it for Arv because the chance are Miles will be the first one to see Arv. Actually, we'll see him in Madrid next week, but you can take it on the plane. <laughs> I'm not. This is a uh, this is kind of a bittersweet moment, yeah, isn't it? Miles, <laughs> Miles holding first trophy. Miles has held for a while, I think. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it's well, fighting true. talk at the end. <laughs> but I have to say, the plethora of prizes that Peter Mercato yes. is holding. Now, I'll hold the mic so you can take them all in. I don't know if they'll fit in your rucksack, Colin. But here we go. Peter Mercato, if you'd like to present the trophies to Colin Fleming. Now, prediction. Well, I'll give you the trophy first. Congratulations, ATP Tennis Radio cha Champion. What a moment. Well done. Congratulations. This has turned into a That's bit a of a game touch. show. It's engraved. ATP Tennis Radio Champion. That'll nice spot on the mantelpiece at home. Now I'm getting confused, Gigi. I need your help here. So the predictions champion. So Colin is the predictions champion yes, for 2019. He's mastered the Masters. And if yes. you open that up, that is a, a reminder. Oh, I love this. This is a photo opportunity here. We thought the Nito ATP Finals trophy was big and blingy. This is your second prize. I'm sure this will go pride of place in a downstairs toilet. <laughs> Oh, this is getting un unraveled here. Open up. What do we got? There you go. Hold on to that. Oh, we've got the final so eight. So we have the final eight. You and the points totals. And the points totals. And you just sit atop. Look at that. I'm fifth. So can I just say that Arvin Palmer, Alex Young, Barry Curran, Sue Thurl, you all had a chance to pick Sitsipas and you didn't. You wasted that opportunity. Well, well done. They're very humble. Thank and, you very much. And we're giving him the towel as well. You get an official Nito ATP Finals towel, Cole. I mean, if that is not the PC resistance of the whole thing. I'm blown away, guys. This is way more than I expected. Would you like to say a few words as the 2019 champion of mastering the Masters? I, don't, I honestly don't really know what to say. I think... Um, <laughs> no, I think it's been a great fun competition, hasn't it? It's a big team that goes into... Uh, 
you know, making ATP Tennis Radio a, a big success, including the listeners who I know have been taking part, listener representative each week. So uh, thanks to, to Russell, who behind the scenes has been running it all, to everyone that's taken part. Um, of course, there's a huge slice of luck involved, including getting Sitsipas this week, because you asked me, Gigi, after I picked him, why do you think Sitsipas will win? And the truth is, I, I thought he had no chance, but the top four <laughs> are gone. So um, it's all worked out pretty well in the end, and uh, I'll take it. And, and thank you very much for the prizes. Congratulations, Colin Flamer. Colin, we're going to let you go because it's been a long week. It's onwards and upwards. We're photo opportunity, though. Photo first. opportunity. He's got to hold everything. Look at this. It's, a, it's the picture. It's the trophy. Look at that. He's held trophies before in his past, hasn't he? Yeah. You do that very well, Colin. He knows it. Look at <laughs> He's this. a good trophy holder, isn't he? And you can only find that photo on our Instagram, which everyone should be following. Oh, you and social media, you are just brilliant. Any final departing thoughts? It feels like this week, I was reluctant to say it was a changing of the guard because I don't think it is. I think the big three will, will still win big big trophies in 2020 and probably beyond. But I definitely feel like we've, we're now moving from three people as possibilities to win the big events to probably five or six. You know, Tsitsipas team, you could throw Medvedev in there, Zverev if he, if he tweaks a few things in his game. So I think we're now moving into probably a, certainly a couple of year period is going to be really, really exciting. And uh, the other thing I said was, I think, you know, the, the big winner today was, was tennis. I mean, uh, it's a pretty exciting uh, 10 or 12 years to come with these guys and who knows what's going to be after that. So it's just been a fantastic week. I obviously loved it and uh, yeah, thanks again. Colin Fleming, there wasn't just one champion hey, in London this well year, there done. were two. Peter Mercado, what a cracking week it's been. It's been a fantastic week, loved it all the way through. The doubles were sensational as well, um, but we can't forget Pierre Hugobert, Nicola Mahou wrapping up the doubles title here. We've had some close matches and there's so much to like about it and there's so many different storylines to sort of ruminate on in the off-season and get ready for ATP Cup. I just, I have to say, I loved getting to speak with the legends of the game, coaches, family members, speaking to the doubles players post-match. Uh, to me, the story of tennis isn't just what we see on the court, it's everything we see behind the scenes, and, and that is what makes great champions. And for me, it was a great joy to see all of those different storylines from behind the scenes. It's been a great year, hasn't it? Yeah, and uh, I think, you know, as, as Colin was saying, you know, what, what a perfect way to finish it. What a dramatic match. I think we're going to get lots more of those. I'd add, you know, five in the mix. I think perhaps seven. Uh, you know, Vavrinka's in here come back. He was sort of working working his way back. And it, it's it's been a, a lot of fun, team, as you look at... It's just the way you're holding Rudy. <laughs> that's, that's raising some eyebrows. It's the trophy that no one wanted to win. Arvin Palmer buried it for a year. He's getting it back. It's been an absolutely incredible week on ATP Tennis Radio. Everyone that's been involved throughout the year, not just this week in London. And we had two sets of first-time winners. There's Pierre Goubert and Nicola Mahou capping off a great year. They started by winning the Australian Open and they finished being Tour Finals champions. And Stefano Sitspas on debut in London is your Nito ATP Finals champion for 2019. Second serve, second serve goes out wide. That's it! He's done it! Stefano Sitspas falls to the ground. He is champion in London. He's won the biggest title of his career at 21 years of age. He now rises to his feet. Dominic Team will walk around the net to embrace Stefanos Tsitsipas. What a contest. What a final between these two. Stefanos Tsitsipas, champion in London.
two hours and 35 minutes, six, seven, six, two, seven, six. If you like this podcast, please search the iTunes store for ATP Tennis Radio to leave a review. review.